The university campus was a buzz of bleary-eyed students going to and from class. Some exited the buildings with a slight spring in their step, having finished another semester, while others were in such a haggard state that each step was carefully placed as if they walked on a path of eggshells, and the slightest misstep would reveal just how unprepared they really were. Having finished for the day, Aaron left Robertson Hall, home to the College of Engineering Sciences. Only one final exam separated him from a summer internship before starting graduate school, and he couldn't wait. He headed to the parking lot and quickly located his old-style Jeep CJ7. Aaron had rescued the old CJ from a farm about a hundred miles from his house. His father thought he was crazy, but under the dirt and rust, a beast slept. Beast was the Jeep's nickname and was a running joke between him and his father. He'd spent a year restoring it. The black paint shined and the chrome circling the traditional round headlights gleamed. The soft top was down, of course. Unless it was raining, the top to his Jeep always stayed down. There was nothing like driving with the top down and the wind blowing through his hair. Freedom. His mother had sent him a message asking that he cover for one of the horse trainers at his grandfather's stables. He didn't mind helping out and knew that his days working with the horses at the stables were numbered. The drive out to the stables never took long, and a half hour later he came within sight of the tall hedges that ran the length of the property. He turned onto the long driveway lined with red maples. As he closed in on the main house, Aaron's brows drew forward and he clutched the steering wheel. Bright, flashing red lights from police cars parked outside his grandfather's colonial farmhouse lit up the area. Aaron steered to a stone wall, threw the shifter into park, and climbed out of the jeep. A knot of police officers and paramedics gathered near the stairway that led to the house. At the top of the stairs, Zeus, his grandfather's wolf half-breed, stood with his head lowered and teeth bared. A deep growl rumbled from Zeus's chest, and his ears were pinned back. Aaron spotted his mother speaking with the police officers. What's going on? Is Grandpa okay? His mother turned to him. I don't know. We can't get in. Zeus won't let anyone pass. Ma'am, a police officer interrupted. If we can't get the dog out of there, we're going to have to put him down. We can't wait for animal control if someone inside needs our help. No, Aaron said, stepping up to the stairs. Let me try. Aaron heard his mother ask the police officer to give Aaron a chance. There was no way Aaron was going to let them shoot Zeus. He had been in the family for years. The screen door to the house was propped open. Aaron craned his neck and tried to peer inside, but didn't see anyone. He placed a foot on the first step and stopped. Zeus narrowed his eyes at him and shifted his gaze to the people behind him. Easy boy, he said slowly. It's me. Zeus's hackles were raised, and his whole body quivered. Aaron took another step forward, and Zeus bared all his teeth, unveiling the peaks of the Rocky Mountains inside his mouth. Aaron never took his eyes from him, his stare neither challenging nor yielding. Zeus, he said evenly, trying to get Zeus to calm down with the sound of his voice. I need to get in there, boy. Come on, Aaron said. Zeus's ears perked up, 
and the wild look in his eyes shifted to the more familiar, loving kind that Aaron knew so well. Zeus reluctantly took a step forward. It's okay. Show me where he is. Where's Grandpa? Take me to him, Aaron said, and walked up the steps as he'd done thousands of times before. Zeus raised his snout, sniffing the air, then turned tail and trotted into the house with Aaron in tow. Aaron leaped up the last few steps and entered his grandfather's house. He called out, but there was no answer. Everything looked normal and in its place, but something felt wrong. The insides of Aaron's stomach twisted. There was a coldness in the air, despite the warm weather outside. Aaron followed Zeus through the house and down the back hallway leading to the study. He entered the room and found his grandfather lying on the floor. Oh no. His grandfather looked up at him and sighed in relief. Aaron quickly knelt beside him. A trace of blood trailed down the side of his grandfather's mouth. His grandfather, who had always been a vibrant man, even into his eighties, lay helplessly on the floor. He looked wizened and old, far older than Aaron could recall. His grandfather gestured for Aaron to lean down. Come closer, he whispered, placing something in Aaron's hands. Keep it safe, he gasped. What's wrong? Aaron asked. His grandfather's face writhed in pain, and he sucked in ragged breaths. Oh, Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, he said. His body convulsed violently, and his back arched while Aaron held on to him, crying out. Then his body relaxed with a great sigh. Aaron watched in silent horror as his grandfather stopped breathing. Aaron heard others enter the room. He knelt there clutching his grandfather's lifeless body as the paramedics checked for a pulse. The paramedics labored to revive his grandfather, but nothing worked. He was gone. Eventually, a gentle but strong hand gripped his shoulder. It's time to let go, son, his father beckoned. Aaron, please, his father said. Aaron carefully laid his grandfather's head down onto the floor. His father gently ran his fingers over Aaron's grandfather's eyes, closing them. Aaron kept watching his grandfather's chest, hoping that he would see it begin to rise and fall, that this was some sort of mistake. He wanted to believe it more than anything, but he knew the truth.